0: what's up guys thanksgiving weekend man i'm excited for all the games happening this week how about you man there's been so much that has happened across not just the nfl college football nba so much to talk about let's dive right in donovan mitchell my boy and jason tatum Signing the max contract extension for $195 million for five years. I mean, that's incredible. I think it's a really good move for both franchises. Um, growing up here in Utah, you know, the fans, they they, they love Donovan Mitchell. And he's the best player, without a doubt, on the Jazz team. He helps out a lot with the community. An amazing player in the league. Definitely top 15 player in the league for sure. Jason Tatum, same thing. He's the face of the franchise for the Celtics. Top 15 player. The, the dudes are buckets. I mean, they have helped their franchises so much, and they're so young. And they have a long ways to go Um, being in their prime, which they already are right now. it's just going to continue to get better as well. So exciting, happy for both of them. Um, So free agency happened, right? So we had the draft, free agency, and Gordon Hayward. Left the Celtics, um, went to the Hornets. It's very interesting though because the Celtics haven't really gotten anything, um, so they got rid of Al Horford, right? Yes, you know you're able to p- give his contract over to the Sixers, but now he's no longer with the Sixers. And then on top of that, Gordon Hayward, you didn't even get a trade for him. So that's something that's very interesting. Is that yes, you don't have to pay those players, but you also didn't get anything in return. And it's been quite the past couple of years with the Boston in general. I mean they've so you've lost Brady, right? In the Boston area. Brady's gone, no longer New England Patriot. Mookie Betts, you know, gone, became a Dodger for MLB. Kyrie Irving, but I don't think the fans really miss Kyrie Irving um for his short tenure. But he's gone and then you had Gordon Hayward as well who left. So, you've had four amazing players who've all left Boston. So, it's been quite the past interesting past couple years um, for Boston fans. Also, LaMelo Ball uh, signed with the Hornets, got drafted by the Hornets. I'm excited for him. And then James Wiseman to the Warriors, I think, is a great fit. I think he's really going to help out that franchise a lot. Also, prayers um, for Clay Thompson. Man, it's hard to see the. Hard to see him go down again with an injury, and they still, I think, are definitely going to be playoff contenders with Steph and you got Andrew Wiggins, now you got James Wiseman with the Green. So I don't know. I uh, I definitely think there they'll be a really good team. I don't know if it'll be better than the Lakers, um, especially with Clay out, but a lot to look forward to. And then Van Van Fleet. million extension um, deal. Keep in mind, this guy was an undrafted player. Well, undrafted, came to the league, balled out, won an NBA title, and then now gets an $85 million contract. So props to him. Um, Trey Young has been able to get an addition of uh, Rajon Rondo. Excited to see what happens there. I mean, Rondo is, I'd say, a little out of his prime. Um he'll never be as good as he was with the Boston Celtics. Um, watching that Celtics team with Rondo was something else. And, yes, playoff Rondo has been amazing, but he does tend to get hurt sometimes. But I'm excited to see what happens with Trey Young and, uh, and Rondo. And then Marc Gasol to the Lakers. I'm excited because Paul Gasol used to play there. Now you got Marcus Gasol who's going to play there. Um, Lakers have tons of depth, too. I mean, they have done a really good, a tremendous job in this offseason. And then we also got Cousins, DeMarcus Cousins, a.k.a. Boogie, has gone to the Rockets. Hopefully he's able to stay healthy because, man, watching him in college and then what he was able to do with the Kings, a little bit with the Pelicans. And, man, if he can stay healthy, that, that dude's a baller for sure. So that's a lot of the updates happened this past week um, around the league. So we all saw what happened for Monday night football with uh, the Buccaneers and the Rams. The Buccaneers hung in there. Um, I thought they were going to win, lost. And honestly, the big reason is Bruce Arians is trying to get Tom Brady to throw the deep ball. And that's something that's – I mean, Brady, he was able to throw – I mean, he still has a cannon, Um, especially for his age, throwing the ball like that. It's been amazing. But that's just not how he rolls. He's been more of a short passer, short passer, um, besides the days uh, with Randy Moss. I mean, that that was probably the only season I've really seen him just throw the deep ball because he just throw it up anywhere in the vicinity, and Randy Moss is going to catch that. But it's interesting because the Buccaneers have so many weapons. I just feel like they're not utilizing it. like they were against, like, the Panthers, right? Watching the Panthers game a couple weeks ago was amazing. I mean, the run game was outstanding. You got all three of your running backs involved. You're able to get all your wide receivers involved, the Gronk. I mean, it, it was great, but I don't know. I just don't know how much I like Bruce Arians um, as the coach with Tom Brady. I just think that they're very different. Yes, they'll be able to continue more games, but they got they got to fix this um, heading into the end of the season, um, especially if they – Get that wild card spot, or if the Saints lose a couple of games, potentially win of the division, right? Um, the Eagles, I mean They've sucked this season. Um, haven't been the haven't been the biggest fan. And honestly, like I think they're still living in a couple years ago, the glory days, right? When they were able to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. But that's been a couple years ago, and it's it's time to move on. And Carson Wentz, he's just all over the place. And I think it's time for Jalen Hurts to be able to get a time to shine to see what he's able to do, especially with that division. I mean, what, three, six, and one or something like that? Like, that's just crazy being able to lead a division like that, especially when you got like the Giants, Redskins, Cowboys who are all not doing so hot this year. So I don't know. I'd like to see Jalen Hurts uh, start. This week, if not this week, next week. Give the man a chance. Let's see what he can do. Also, speculations around the league I <clears throat> think that Giannis has a potential to sign with the Los Angeles Lakers. Not that the Lakers are pursuing, but that LeBron is pursuing. And it sounds crazy, right? I mean, you're talking the MVPs, the all-star game with LeBron and Giannis, right? But here's the thing. LeBron is getting older, right? I think, what, he's like 36 now. And how many rings does he have? He has one with the Lakers, right? He has one with the Cavaliers, and he has two with the Heat. So he has four rings right now. And getting just a stacked team, like acquiring a player like Giannis, Would definitely set them over any other team in the next couple years if they were able to do that. You know, already having four rings, right? With one at the Lakers, one at the Cavs, two at the Heat. Okay. You're able to do that one of three different franchises. But then for the gout conversation, being able to win two more to be tied with LeBron. But here's the thing though LeBron is to do that. Um, He didn't get all like MVP um, finals, right? not gonna go six and zero like michael jordan did and get all six mvps right I, that's just not gonna happen and so if that was to occur yes he would have been to more finals but going undefeated and getting all six mvps definitely stands out a lot out a lot more to me than uh if this were to happen so interesting speculations we'll see what happens the bucks have done a really good job of acquiring uh, you know for example um, drew holiday a couple other good players um to their squad, but I just, I just don't see him winning the, the championship. I don't see him winning the NBA Finals with, uh, especially with the Nets with the healthy Ky- Kyrie Irving, KD. If they get James Harden, whew, man, it's it's gonna be a long day in the East if that happens. So, um, should be interesting. Um, James Harden though, there's still no uh, no signs of him going to Nets. He wants to go to the Nets. It's pretty much the same news. But they got to act before the season. And the Rockets have no uh, no shame in to just be like, yeah, you know, we got Russell Westbrook. We got Harden. You know, they don't want to play for us. But we, uh, we're still going to keep him on our squad, right? Also, there's been talks of trading John Wall for Russell Westbrook. And the Wizards do not want to do that. They said they're not trading John Wall, even though John Wall hasn't played for a couple years um, due to injuries. All right. A thought occurred to me, um, scrolling through my Instagram, seeing that Brady had never played Eli or Peyton, right? Let's say that Peyton and Eli didn't play in the league. Brady would have 11 Super Bowls. Let's take a second and think about this. So Tom Brady has won the AFC Nine times, okay. Back when he was a Patriot, they won nine times. So they went to the Super Bowl nine times. They've won six and lost three, okay. So they've lost. He's lost Eli Manning twice, and then Nick Foles on the Eagles, okay. So won six, lost three, okay. Let's see the losses in AFC Championship games. Lost to the Colts when Peyton Manning played on the Colts, okay? Colts wins the Super Bowl. Then you got the Ravens. Lost to Joe Flacco on the Ravens. And then lost to the Denver Broncos twice while Peyton Manning was a Denver Bronco, okay? So you got Peyton twice with the Broncos and then with the Colts. So those three, if Peyton hadn't been there, I mean, Brady would have won. I mean, you're talking twelve AFC Championship games he would have won, and then that'd be twelve Super Bowl appearances. Okay, which uh, which is crazy, <laughs> right? And then you got to look at the Super Bowl factors. Okay, so let's say that Brady would have beat the Colts and the Broncos those two times with Peyton Manning. K, okay? and if you let's say you go to Super Bowl, you win those three games, that would have bumped up the six to a nine. Super Bowls, okay? So you're talking nine Super Bowl rings. And then on top of that, Tom Brady has played Eli twice, Nick Foles once. If you beat Eli those two times, let's say Eli never played in the league, and Brady went, let's say, won those two games, right? Those two Super Bowls. You're talking 11 Super Bowl rings. So the Manning brothers have limited Brady from reaching 11 Super Bowl rings. Just let that sink in for a second. That the kryptonite of Tom Brady has been the Manning brothers and Nick Foles. <laughs> but then you also had that one get with Joe Flacco. But seriously, I mean, that's just crazy to think about. Um, it also shows like the greatness, not only of Tom Brady, but the Manning brothers as well. Um, what they've been able to do for the league. So, I don't know. Just growing through Instagram, saw that very interesting concept, but made, makes you really think of like, wow, like, look at some of these players that have limited other players from reaching even more glory, more Super Bowl rings. I right? think of like the NBA, for example. I mean, you look at if Shaq and Kobe could have stayed together, right? Look how many more rings they could have got. Let's say KD stays with the Warriors and they stay healthy. Imagine how many more rings could have been there. Let's say. That Heat squad, um, Chris Bosh stays healthy, right? Still, Dwayne Wade, LeBron, and still has just an outstanding depth in your roster. I mean, that's a couple more rings right there too, right? It's just, it's crazy to think of if dynasties stay together um, with players, what would happen? Also, certain player, if you'd have to play certain players, um, what would happen as well? Um, another factor. Let's look at let's look at the Eagles, right? I mean. It went to so many NFC Championship games during the tenure with Andy Reid and Donovan McNabb, right? I think, what, it was like five, I believe, and you only go once, and then you lose to the Patriots. And another fact that I was looking at the other day is, let's look at the Green Bay Packers, okay? So Green Bay has been, you know, pretty amazing these past, let's say, you know, since the Brett Favre days, right? Brett Favre, you know, helped win the Super Bowl. And then you have Aaron Rodgers come in, helps them win a the Super Bowl, right? But let's also look at NFC Championship games, how close they've been to reaching another Super Bowl, but getting limited. Um, so in 2008, you had the Giants versus the Packers. That was the Brett Favre of days. You lost, right? So that could have been a huge turnaround with Packers going to Super Bowl. But then you have four other NFC Championship games. You've won one out of the four. You had the Packers beat the Bears. When the Packers went on to the Super Bowl. Then you had the Seahawks beat the Packers in 2015. The Falcons whooped the Packers in 2017. And then you had the 49ers um, whoop. Absolutely whoop the Packers in 2020, right? If those games don't happen, let's say it's a huge turnaround. I mean, Aaron Rodgers potentially could have three more Super Bowl rings under his belt. And Something that's surprising to me is that he's only been able to have one Super Bowl ring, which which is crazy to me. Um that man's still in his prime, right? And watching the Packers this past week, their defense has got to step it up the game cuz Aaron Rodgers has been putting on a show. He's been doing great. On um, the offense has looked a lot better than last year, but that the defense has definitely got to help them out. So, I don't know, just some interesting factors I've been looking at um this past week. So the college football um, playoff rankings happened, right, this past uh, these past couple days. And I know that a lot of BYU fans um, are not so happy about this. You're, you're undefeated, and yet you're the number 14, uh, 14 seed. Um, I'm just going to go down the list. So, yes, you have BYU who's undefeated, but their schedule, they've only played really Boise State. Um, And Boise State, that game, also didn't have their star quarterback. I I think they were down to their third string because Bachmeyer wasn't playing right. So right now you got Alabama at number one, which I think is a good choice. I think Alabama is definitely the best team in the nation as of now. Notre Dame, number two. Clemson, three. Ohio State, four. So that's your top four right now for the college football playoff. Um, Ohio State... I don't know if I necessarily agree with this just because, yes, they're, they're 4-0, but they've played weak teams um, besides like one. There's like one game that they played a, a pretty solid team. But, I mean, they're going in now to play Michigan State, who hasn't been really good, and then Michigan, who also really hasn't been good either. So I think Florida, who's ranked number six right now, should be up there in the college football playoff. Yes, they lost the game, but, man, they, they have been playing amazing, amazing football. And I honestly think if Florida continues to win out, I uh, I definitely see them taking that spot if uh, if it really comes down to it. Yet, if Ohio State's undefeated and Florida only has that one loss, but yet Florida's played harder teams, I don't know. Should be very interesting, but I do think Clemson, Notre Dame, Alabama, those three are definitely um, three out of the four best teams in the league. So anyway, a 5 got Texas AM, 6 Florida, seven, Cincinnati. Fun fact, so... BYU was supposed to play Washington. Like, there was talks that they were going to play each other, but then it was under, like, Washington, like, you know, their decision, like, what to happen, and there's a possibility the game could have been canceled. So, anyway, BYU didn't risk it. But there's also been talk that, you know, they could potentially play Cincinnati would be like, hey, you know, we're feed and we can show we can be big, like, power five team Cincinnati, right? But at the same time, there's people that don't want that to happen because if they were to prove it, there could be talk of them getting like, at least like a near six uh, bowl game. But I don't know if that's going to happen. So it should be find out. It should be fun to find out within the, the next couple of days. But you got Northwestern at eight, Georgia nine, Miami ten, Oklahoma eleven, Indiana twelve, Iowa State thirteen, BYU fourteen, Oregon fifteen. I know the Pac twelve is definitely trying to push Oregon to find a spot at least in a New Year's Six bowl game. But I just don't know if that's going to happen because, I mean, Pac-12 has kind of been up and down all over the place so, this season. So that's your college football rankings as of now. Like I said, I like I would love to see Alabama versus Florida, the 1-4 seed versus Notre Dame, the number two seed versus Clemson, the three seed. I think those would be really fun games to watch, but there's also a lot of football to still be played. So, heading into Week 12 predictions, um, Week 11 was very interesting. I think there was a, a lot of upsets. Um, the Seahawks Cardinals game was very close. Um, the Panthers looked great. Interesting with the Titans and the Ravens, um, that turn out how that happened. Um, Titans look great. Also the Ravens. I mean, they've lost like. They were that they were that top team with the Chiefs but now um, it's gonna be hard it's gonna be hard especially with the AFC um, on the move with uh, you know I got the Steelers Chiefs I mean the Titans went in to beat you the Browns are still playing good so there, there's some dogs out there man they're they're balling out so should uh I don't know should be interesting for the Ravens but they're gonna have a huge huge challenge this week against the Steelers so that should be a that should be a very fun game. Um, Cowboys upsetting the Vikings. Um, the Raiders were hanging in there, too, with the Chiefs. But, you know, Patrick Mahomes, what can I say, clutch. He's just clutch. Um, the Dolphins losing to the Broncos. I mean, there's there's a lot of upsets. I mean, the Buccaneers-Rams, same thing. Um, Colts-Packers, like I said, lot a of, lot of very tight games, also upsets. So, heading into Week 12, um, Texans versus the Lions, Thanksgiving Day. I'm going with the Lions. Um, yes, they lost last week to the Panthers. Texans beat the Patriots, but um, Lions, Thanksgiving, I'm going with the Lions. Um, I just think the hype is really going to help them out. Um, game's in Detroit, so I'm going to go with the Lions there. Ravens, Steelers. This game got pushed back, so it was supposed to be played on Thanksgiving, but it got pushed back a couple days. I'm going to go with the Ravens with the upset. I think that Lamar is going to go off Harbaugh is definitely going to have that team prepared and ready to go for the game. Um, I think that's going to be the first Steelers loss of the season. Then you got Washington versus the Cowboys. Um, I'm liking, uh, the Cowboys here just because I think it's really hard <laughs> to go into Dallas and win Thanksgiving. Um, I definitely think the hype and momentum is definitely gonna help the Cowboys, especially pulling off the upset against the Vikings. So going with the Cowboys there. Chargers versus the Bills, going with the Bills. Um better defense, better offense, going with the Bills. Panthers, Vikings. I think the Vikings will bounce back and beat the Panthers. Giants, Bengals, with Joe Burrow out. I'm going with the Giants. Giants still have a playoff hopes. Um, so I'm going with the Giants there. Dolphins, Jets, Jets are taking for Trevor Lawrence. Dolphins are gonna bounce back. Um after losing to the Denver Broncos last week, going with the Dolphins, Saints versus Broncos. I think it's going to be a close game. I really do, and I think the Saints are going to barely pull it off. So I'm going with the Saints. Chiefs Buccaneers. Um, I think Brady's going to get um, get some revenge, um, especially after losing you know prime time game on a Monday Night Football. I think. The Buccaneers' offense is going to expose the Chiefs' defense. I think the Chiefs will have a great offensive game um, in the passing game, but I think the run game is going to be shut down by the Buccaneers' defense, but then the Buccaneers' offense is going to out outplay the defense of the Chiefs. So I'm going with the Buccaneers. Um, could also see the Chiefs winning, but my gut feeling tells me the Buccaneers. Seahawks, Eagles. That uh, should be a fun time, Monday night, football, going with the Seahawks. Titans, Colts. Um, Colts have been playing extremely well. Also, again, shout out to uh, my boy, uh, Julian Blackman, in the talks for DE, uh, R- 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 Defensive Player of the Year, like Rookie of the Year. I mean, there, there's a lot going on for him. Also, shout out to Taysom Hill, again, from uh, Utah, or from playing at BYU um, from Idaho, dude's a stud. Went out there and did a heck of a job in that game. So love to see him doing well. Um, but anyway, I'm going with the Titans. I think Titans aren't going to lose again to the Colts. Um, we all seen what Derek Henry can do. So I'm, uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking the Titans are going to barely put off against the Colts. So Titans there. Browns, Jaguars going with the Browns. Um, Jaguars just a mess right now. Browns still have playoff hopes um, going with them. Cardinals-Patriots, um, yes, it's in Foxborough, but I think the Cardinals um, just have more. Their offense, I think, will be a good matchup against the the defense, but I think the Cardinals' defense will stand and take down Cam Newton and the Patriots' offense. Um, Raiders-Falcons going with the Raiders. I mean, Raiders are so close to beating the Chiefs. So I'm going to go with the Raiders. 49ers-Rams, going with the Rams, especially, you know, the Rams, a lot of momentum, beating the Buccaneers Monday Night Football. And then you got the Bears-Packers. I'm going with the Packers. I think the Packers are going to bounce back after losing a very close game um, to the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. Dorngren hierarchy, starting with number 10, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Tampa Bay, they uh, – they got to really step up, and they got to figure some stuff out um, with Bruce Arians and Tom Brady in the offense because i am been seeing too many deep balls thrown from uh, Tom Brady, and that's just not how he rolls. He's more of a short him out, short him out, and then every now and then throw a long ball. But, I mean, some of these long balls he's been throwing, um, I haven't been overly impressed, but all of, that's not Brady's game either. So I think Bruce Arians needs to quit putting all the, the blame on Tom Brady and really needs to step up and be like, hey, you know, we're going to fix things out. This is my bad. Um, I'd respect that a lot more. So, with the Buccaneers, I, uh, I got them at 10. I think they'll bounce back and it should be a great game. So, I'm seeing them versus the Chiefs. I think they will bounce back. Brady time. I think you'll see a lot more from Antonio Brown um, on the offensive side of the ball. And I think a key factor will be getting the Gronk involved, too. You know, you got the Gronk versus Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. So I think the Buccaneers' offense will definitely need to shine and we will be able to get the W. Nine, I'm going with the the Titans. I think the Titans definitely are a scary, scary team to play. Um, they've been able to prove it, especially, you know, beating the Ravens. Yes, they lost a close game against the Colts, and we will be able to prove it again. That they're able to beat the colt, like be able to beat the Colts this week. <clears throat> um, I'm liking their defense. Yes, Clowney's out um, on the defensive side of the ball, but I still like the Titans' defense. Very well coached team. I got them at nine, eight. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. I think the Bills are stacked on offense and defense. Seven. I got the Seattle Seahawks. Um, their defense, though, still worries me. Yes, I got them at seven because they've been able to prove it with their offense. But there's going to be a game, I'm telling you, within these next couple weeks or heading into playoffs that their defense is going to get exposed. Um, six, the Packers. Packers were very close to being the Colts. I mean, they had it, um, couldn't finish, but still I'm liking the offensive side of the ball. But, again, with the defense, it's like the Seattle Seahawks. You know, Packers and Seattle have – an outstanding offense right both of them have great offenses but their defensive lack and I think that's really gonna show especially when you play teams like the Saints high-powered offense the Buccaneers even the Rams so there's a lot to watch out for um, five I like the Rams there just because they've been able to go in beat Tampa Bay I think their offense is amazing um, I think Cooper Cup also is one of the most underrated players in the league. He's been doing a fantastic job. Um, I think it was Robert Woods got Offensive Player of the Week. So I'm liking the Rams. I'm liking their offense, liking, liking their defense. Four, I got the Saints. Um, with Taysom Hill, I mean, there was rumor like, hey, should we start James Winston or should we start Taysom Hill? And the coach wanted to Taysom Hill, and some people didn't like that, but they went in and proved it. And I think this week also, like, he's going to have to prove it. Um, so, that's what I got there. Number two, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Chiefs beat the Raiders, yes. It was a very close game, though. And the Raiders um, were able to score a lot of points on the defense. And I think the Buccaneers, too, will do the same thing against the Chiefs defense. So, I got them at two. I got the Steelers, number one. Not only are they undefeated... But they're playing just with a lot of chemistry, a lot of good team chemistry, very solid team. Um, against the Ravens this week is going to be a really close one too. I uh, I really do think that the Ravens have a high chance of pulling off the upset. But if the Steelers win this week, that will really prove that they are the best team and will continue to be the best team in the league moving forward. So. Thornton Hierarchy, top 10 teams. Thank you for listening. Hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy football. Enjoy being with your families. God bless.